You're listening to the Van Moody Podcast. Our passion is transforming the world by transforming lives. In today's episode, Pastor Quentin Bird discusses the spiritual concept of dying to oneself. In order to grow in the life that God has for us, we must die to ourselves, like seeds planted in order to reap a harvest. Let's get started. If you have your Bibles, there is a word from God in the Gospel of John. 12th chapter, beginning at the 24th verse. The fourth gospel, the gospel of John. The 12th chapter, beginning at the 24th verse. If you have it, say amen. Amen. You follow us along on the screen, and there you'll see these words. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel, some translations, say a grain or a seed, of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Those who love their life lose it, and those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, there will my servant be also. Whoever serves me, the Father will honor. I want to talk this morning quickly from the subject, something is happening in the ground. Something is happening in the ground. A few years ago, when we first moved to Birmingham, my daughter was in the third grade, and she was in class, and they were studying plant life. Her teacher gave her some cabbage seeds, and she brought them home very excited, and with her father's help, we went and we planted the seeds. My daughter was under the impression, however, that she would see immediate results of what she had planted. She was hoping that immediately after putting the seeds into the dirt and into the ground, that they would instantly spring to life. Needless to say, she learned that there wasn't an immediate result and that there was a process that had to take place before what she planted would come forth. And our text today, it sounds a little ominous, it sounds frightening, and it even sounds a little scary when you read the the idea that a kernel or a seed of wheat has connection to us losing life just to gain life. Jesus is providing a foreshadowing of his death and a deeper meaning concerning life and the unity of believers. Are you with me? We find ourselves here in 
in the gospel of, of John. And, and while all four of the gospel writers tell the story of Jesus in their own unique ways, the gospel of John has a distinctiveness that sets it apart from the others. There is an intentionality and a unique approach to the theological premise of Jesus that allows John to open his book in John 1 and 1 saying, in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. A little bit later on in 1 and 14, he also says, and the word became flesh and lived, some translation says, and dwelt among us. By now in chapter 12, Jesus had already been anointed by Mary. He had been plotted against by the Jews. He had been celebrated when he made his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And now there are some Greeks that have come to see him. And when asked if he would give them an audience, he responds expressing not an answer to their question, but a significant truth. How do you know it's significant? Because whenever you read in the Bible Jesus saying the words very truly this is translated into here is an important truth now watch this because the emphasis is not on the idea that it's Jesus who's telling the truth but on the fact that the truth that Jesus is telling is significant and important to listen to so watch this while he uh, and his truth is a foreshadowing of his death there is another meaning that he would have both the listener and the reader to understand and hold fast to here is the word of God for the people of God on today very truly TWC which means there is something that's important that I'm about to tell you that you need to hold on to very truly I tell you unless a kernel or a seed of wheat wait right there because I wondered in my mind why did Jesus reference a kernel, a seed a grain of wheat and I remember learning that this was an agricultural town and these are agricultural people so Jesus was really speaking a language to them that they could understand but let me tell you this in God's sovereignty the language that he was speaking to them back then is not just for them to understand but it's a language that some 2,000 years later those of us who are sitting in the sanctuaries and online of worship center that we can understand as well these amen were people who while not plant biologists they understood the significance in the fact that wheat is substantive it's heavy and can Consider the staff of life. Are you with me? What Jesus is saying is that it takes something of substance to produce something else with substance. Y'all missed it. It takes something that has substance to produce something else with substance. This is why you got to be careful who you connect to and hang around. Because if you hang around folk that don't have substance, it'll mess around and rub off on you and you'll have 
have no substance. This is why you ought to be particular about those to whom you connect with. You want to connect with people who can sow something in you, but in order for them to sow something in you, they too have to have something to sow. But now listen, it cannot be a one-sided relationship. They cannot sow into you and you do nothing to sow into them. It needs to be reciprocal. You remember there is a mathematical principle that says if you have something or you gotta have something to get something. But that same principle says anything you multiply by zero equals zero. Some of y'all, amen, have been coming up zero after zero after zero and you've been racking your brain and racking your mind wondering why you keep coming up empty. I want to encourage you, take a look in the mirror and take a look around. If you connected to some folk who ain't nothing but y'all ain't got to say nothing. If you connected to zeros, you gonna get zeros. But if you find yourself connected with people who going somewhere, people who do don't ask a bald head person how to grow hair. You gotta ask somebody who got it, been there, done that. I wonder in my mind, this ain't even the part I'm supposed to get excited, but I'm wondering how many of you are connected to somebody that's going somewhere. I wonder if some of y'all ought to shake yourself. And when you shake yourself, you ought to lose some of the zeros that have messed around and connected to you. Watch this. Bible says, since we're talking about wheat, we got to deal with the fact that connected to wheat is something called chaff. <laughs> I got ahead of myself. In order to enjoy the goodness of wheat, farmers would go through what's called a winnowing process. The winnowing process, a man would allow them to remove the chaff, which is the husk that's around the seed because chaff has little to no value and it can put, uh, it could potentially impede the seed. Here is the first question that I got to ask you. What's around your seed? Do you have a man, things and people that's blessing your seed or do you have people around you that's impeding your seed you've been wondering here I go again why am I stuck in this same place why am I going in circles perhaps you got to ask yourself what's going on with your seed here's another thing we understand that wheat represents kingdom benefits it's substantive. It's heavy. It is the bread of life. That's kingdom benefit. Problem is, chaff represents the world's process. Too many of us want kingdom benefits. <laughs> but we want to get it with the world's process. You want God to take your, your finances, press them down, shake them together, <laughs> let them run over. 
And yet the last time you gave to church. Y'all ain't got to say nothing. You want the benefits of the kingdom. But you want to do it the world's way. Bible says in Luke 3 and 16, 17, John answered and said to him, All, as for me, I baptize you with water, but one is coming who is mightier than I, and I am not fit to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire, but his winnowing fork is in his hand and thoroughly clear his threshing floor and to gather, watch this, the wheat into his barn. In other words, God is looking for weak people people with substance people who are heavy enough to be gathered unto him but hang on because something is going to happen to the chav the, 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 he will burn up the chav with unquenchable fire Psalms 1 and 4 the wicked are not so but they are like the chav which the wind drives away Ask yourself what's around your seed. I gotta be honest because chaff, <laughs> if you're not careful, looks like wheat. <laughs> oh, if you're not careful, you'll be walking around with folk and you thinking that they wheat. Them jokers chaffs in wheat's clothing. You want to know how to figure out who's chaff, who's wheat? Let a storm come. Those jokers who look at you when you worshiping and when you praising, talking about it don't take all that, you better shake yourself. Here is, here is what the Bible says. Bible says in our scripture, very truly, I tell you, unless a seed of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Wait, look at what it says. I want you to highlight this. Unless it falls into the earth. Here's the first thing I want you to understand. If you're going to be a seed that's a producing seed, you got to first be in the right position. Okay, okay. Jesus said that a fall must happen. Okay, got real quiet. All right, all right. Jesus says, I'm calling you from your high place to be used as a living sacrifice. He says, listen, remember, I'm not asking you to do something that I myself have not already done. If you remember, I, a man, peeled off divinity and stepped into humanity. I have already shown you that I humbled myself and I was obedient to the Father when I came down because I had you in mind. So he says that the kernel must first fall. 
He's telling the seed what to do. It must fall from the wheat, which means that it must fall from something that's significant. Hang on, because I think I lost you right there. Isn't it the idea to connect with something that is of substance and significant? And now you telling me that I got to fall away from that? I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't really, anybody, amen. God, you thought you had him figured out. And then he mess around and say something else. And you realize you just as lost as you was. Maybe it's just me. That's all right. Okay, listen, watch this. Because I want to encourage somebody. Don't worry because your fall is designed with purpose. What do you mean, Reverend? Listen, your fall is designed to get something that's inside of you out of you. To get you away from something that while it may be good, God said, I'm about to plant you and produce something out of you that's going to be great. Okay, okay, okay. Inside of a seed is a plant that's waiting to come forth. But it needs to be in the right position. So watch this. Look, look, look at what it says. He says, it must fall into the ground. So it's one thing to fall, but he takes it a step further and says, you must not fall on the ground. <laughs> Why not? Because if you fall on the ground, you run the risk of being trampled. You run the risk of the sun scorching you, but he says you got to fall into the ground. And to fall into the ground would suggest a burial process. And you know it's a burial process because right after he says that, he says fall into the earth and die. But look, in the ground is the right position that's needed. Why? Because Jesus understood that if you want to be productive in the kingdom of God you must die to yourself it's only when you're dying to yourself that that can be a fruitful harvest look at what he says in Romans chapter 6 verse number 4 therefore we have been buried with him by baptism into death so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in the newness of life. So here's what Jesus says. Jesus said, die to yourself and fall into the earth. Fall into the ground and wonder why would he tell us to fall into the ground? Then, mother, I remember that Jesus is an all-knowing God. <laughs> and so I realized that he knew that there was something significant that was happening in the ground. Oh, I need a praying church. I mentioned earlier that my daughter had those cabbage seeds and she was getting frustrated but I remember that I had to remind her that baby girl wow you cannot see anything does not mean that something in happening 
Ooh, you, you may not want to hear this, but let me talk to someone who finds themselves in an in-ground frustrating experience. You are dealing with all manner of attacks from the enemy. Some of you are dealing with challenges you've never faced before, and somebody else is dealing with the challenge you thought you would never have to face again. But can I encourage you this morning? There is something significant that is happening in the ground. Don't you get weary. Don't you get tired. And don't you dare throw in the towel. If you find yourself on the ground, it's alright because something is happening in your sickness. Something is happening in your aches and pains. Something is happening in your tears. Something is happening in your brokenness. Something is happening in your depression. Something is happening in the fact that your marriage is in trouble. Something is happening in the fact that your children have seemingly lost their minds. Something is happening in the fact that your bank account is so far in the red that you forgot what black looked like. Something is happening in the fact that you lost your job. Something is happening. Derby, I know y'all are with me. Something is happening in the fact that you lost your loved one. Something is happening when you don't feel the presence of God. Something is happening. Something is happening. Something is happening. I don't know about you. I cannot explain it, but there's something on the inside. The old church would say begins to work on the outside and it'll truly bring about a just something is happening. But listen, I need you to understand that though you cannot see it, the God of heaven is the same God of the earth and the same God of the earth is the same God of the ground and if God is God my faith ought to step up and step out and remind me that even when I'm in the ground God can still do a work You ought to high five your neighbor and say he's working in the ground. I might be tired, but he's working in the ground. I might be frustrated, but he's working in the ground. The doctors gave me a bad report, but I'm not going to believe the report of the doctor. I made up in my mind to believe the report of the Lord. The report of the Lord says I am healed by his stripes I won't die the report of the Lord said you shall live I've made up in my mind that while I'm on the ground while I'm in the ground God is doing a work in the ground so watch this not only must we be in the right position we got to experience the right conditions. <laughs> My time is running. Watch this. Plant biologists will tell you that there are certain conditions that are needed for a plant to receive the right nutrition for growth. Sometimes biologists will say that at times it's the worst conditions that can produce the best plants. 
Y'all lost it. Y'all missed a good place to shout. Sometimes the worst conditions produce the best plants. Y'all are catching on your way home. Watch this. Look at what it said. The first thing that it needs in order to have strength, push up and push through, it needs the nutrients of the soil. Soil is dirt. <laughs> dirt is dirty. Dirt is dog. There is pressure when you put a seed in dirt and compact the dirt on top of the seed. Can I tell you this? The pressure is an indication that you're closer to the beginning of what's about to sprout in your life. Good God Almighty. Sometimes I found that God does his best work in dirty, dark, pressure-filled situations. Look at what 2 Corinthians says. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death. Death representing something that's dirty, dark, pressure-filled. But, <laughs> anybody been to English class? You understand that the word but is a transition phrase. That whatever was before is going to change. Watch what it's saying. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death. But, I didn't mean to stop right here, but hang on. Because God told me to tell you, you better inject a butt in your situation. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're going through. But you better say, I know all of the hell, but I know it don't feel good right now, but I know the enemy is coming at me. Woo. All right, watch this. But that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. James 1, 2, and 3 says it this way. Count it all joy. I got some Bible readers. My brothers and my sisters, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces. Hang on. You mean to tell me that all I'm going through, there's a purpose, there's a reason? That must be what the Bible meant when it said all things are working together for my good. So number one, number one, number one, in order to experience the right condition, it needs the right nutrients from the soil. Number two, it needs the nutrients from the water. John 7 and 37 says it this way. On the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, Hey! Anyone thirsty? 
to me. Hang on, because you got to picture it in your mind. Bible says on the last day, they tired. They ready to go home. They've been there all these days. And here goes Jesus talking about, hey, anybody thirsty? Derby got it. Come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink, for the scripture declares rivers of living water will flow from his heart. So not only do we need the nutrients from the soil, not only do we need the nutrients from the water, the last thing is that the seed needs light. Light, S-U-N. But if you are a believer that's planted, you too need light. But your light is spelled S-O-N. Both are the sun. Just spelled a little different. So, 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 so for the seed to die, for it to have been cracked open. Because that's really what the pressure is designed to do. To crack open the seed so the life can get out of it. In order for that to happen... The soil, the water, the light has to all work in harmony with each other. That's why it seemed like all your devils and your demons had a meeting. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. When the enemy comes, if it ain't one thing, it's another. They act like they met up at the, la at the local Chick-fil-A and put together a plan. Said this, how we going to attack? You come from the left, and if you get him on the left, I'll get him on the right. And if you get him on the left and the right, the other demon said, I'll get him from behind. But I messed around and remember reading in my Bible that said, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and that angels are surrounding me. So even when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Bible said that God will lift up a so not only, not only, not only, watch this, I got to go, I got to go. Not only must there be the right position, not only must the seed experience the right condition, but then the seed will experience a process of transition. What do you mean? Watch this. The molecular structure of the seed must be broken down to produce something that is greater than itself. I took y'all to science right there. The molecular structure, the DNA of the seed must be cracked and broken down in order to produce something greater than itself. Y'all missing it. The molecular structure of the seed, you got to be broken down in order to produce something that's greater than yourself. Your hard outer shell, which represents the sin in your life, the hardness of your heart, your bad attitude, 
attitudes, your nasty nature, the seed must be broken down in order for something that's on the inside to break forth and let loose. The question is actually not whether there is life in the seed, the shell, but whether the shell will be cracked open to get the life outside of it. How many of you will willingly be cracked open in order for God to pull what's inside of you out of you? Some of y'all ain't ready to sign up for that. You live in these comfortable, nice lives, but God is saying if you don't know how to deal when trials come and wind blow, you're going to lose your mind. But when you understand that your cracking is not to destroy you, your cracking is to get you from where you are to the place that God wants you to be. So here is how that process works. God says, I'm calling you to die to yourself. I'm calling you to die from the things that are hindering what's inside of us from coming forth. Can I go ahead and get in somebody's business? Some of y'all need to die. Some of us, I'm going to go ahead and put myself in that category because some of us need to die from our past. Some of us need to die from the things that have been hindering us because I found out that the only thing the past is good for is to condemn us but when you die to yourself you die to your past you die to your mistakes you die to your failures you die to the lies that were told on you you die to your old ways you die to your habits you die to your addictions you die to your selfishness you die to your flesh you die to your negative and nasty thoughts you die to lying tongues God is calling us to die this morning because God said if you die you shall live. I need about nine of y'all who don't mind saying Pastor Q listen that was a time in my life when I thought I had it going on when I thought I had it all together but I learned that when I died to myself when I put my will on the back seat and said actually God kicked my will out the car altogether and let your will be done in my life some of y'all still trying to do it your way and you wondering why your way in the right way you might get five steps further but you'll mess around and get knocked back 10 steps but can I tell you the solution the solution is to die baby you ought to look at your neighbor and say die die. Listen, this is not an ominous die. I'm telling you to die to your attitudes, die to your behaviors, die to your thoughts, die to your addictions, die to your likes, die to your dislikes. Whatever it is that's about you, God says you've got to die to that because if you don't die to that, you don't make room for me to come in and do the work that needs to be done to bring forth the seed that's inside so watch this not only must there be 
the right position. Not only must you experience the right condition, not only is there a process of transition, what's in the ground will come to fruition. I thought somebody would have lost their mind right through up in there. Now, listen, the hard protective shell around what's on the inside falls away in the deterioration that is taking place after the outer shell dies. What remains is a seed that produces new life and new fruit. Here it is. Watch this. In this process, the seed has gone through transformation. Seed is ready to come forward. But here where it gets a little tricky. <laughs> Before the seed can grow up, it must first grow down. They missed it. Before the seed can grow up, it must first grow down. It must establish a root system. It must establish a foundation that's solid enough so that when the winds come and when the storms blow, it'll be like the toy that I had as a child. It'll weave a wobble. Oh, but it won't fall down. Without adequate roots, the seed that is now about to be a harvest will remain disconnected from the life source. And as long as it's disconnected from the life source, it will be unable to experience the abundant life that was spoken and intended. Look at Mark 4 and 17. It says, but since they have no root, they last only... A short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Hang on because I dare not leave you in the valley of despair. Bible says when you have foundation. The Apostle Paul writes in Ephesians, the third chapter, the 16th verse, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have what? This is why I can tell my mountain, I ain't got to climb the rough side. No, I can tell my mountain, mountain be thou removed because I've got power. May have power. Look at that word together. That's the unity of being in the body of believers. This is not about an individual thing. Together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp hold of how wide, how long, how high, and how deep is the love of Christ. What was a seed 
after it has been established in its root system, will now begin to start the process after it's grown down. Now it's time to grow up. Can I tell somebody in here, don't take it negatively, but it's time for you to grow up. Hang on. Here is how you grow up. Still, what's inside the seed in the ground. Still covered by dirt. Still in darkness. Still has the pressure of the soil. What I like about this little seed, got a little fight in it. Got enough fight and enough faith that says if I just push my way. If, 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 if I push myself through the dirt. Y'all ain't got it. If I push myself through the darkness. If I push myself through the pressure. I'll make it on the other side. But I got to first push myself. I got to push my way through the pain. I got to push my way through the heartache. I got to push my way through everything that's working against me. I got to push my way through disappointment. I got to push my way through embarrassment. I got to push my way through discouragement. I got to push my way through the lies that were told on me. I got to push my way through the sickness. I got to push my way through the frustration. Why? Because there's something that's happening in my ground experience but after I get what I need down in the ground my next move is my best move and my best move is to push my way watch this Bible says Bible says gotta push his way even when it comes out of the ground. Good news is that it keeps its roots in the dirt. <laughs> to remember where its foundation is. It's not in my message, but since we're making the gumbo, let me go ahead and just throw it in the pot. Don't get so high that you forget from whence you've come. I have several degrees, but I never forgot that I got the degrees because of my prayers in the midnight hours. When I had a test and an exam, don't get so high with your degrees that you forget God and focus on the degrees. Because for many of us, some of us didn't graduate cum laude. Some of us graduated thank you laude. Somebody ought to, amen, get excited in here that if it had not been for the Lord. Watch this, watch this. I'm about to go. Got to have the right position. Experience the right condition, process of transition. What's in the ground will come to fruition. My last point, God has promised there will be addition. 
Oh, a few of y'all lost your mind on that one. Here's what 1 Corinthians 3rd verse, 3rd chapter, verse 7 says. It's not important who does the planting, who does the watering. Some of us get caught up on the wrong stuff. You trying to be back here, God telling you to come over here. You can't even walk in your blessing because you're too busy looking behind you. That's why you have a windshield, amen, because God, and that's why your windshield is bigger than your rearview mirror. Stop looking in the rearview mirror because when you look in the rearview mirror, you're going to miss what's in front of you. It's not important who does the planting or who does the watering. What is important is that it is God who makes the seed grow. Some translations say who makes the increase. And so here is the benefit of dying to yourself. God says it bears. Hang on. Not it bears, not it might bear, not it could bear, but the Bible says it bears what? Much fruit. In other words, what you started with won't be what you end with. Let me talk to y'all. What you started with won't be what you end with. Let me talk to y'all. What you started with might have been little, but God can take little and make it what you started with. Let me talk to y'all. What you started with I got a sister in the back, amen. She got a little gray in the head, which signifies to me that she's lived a life a little bit. She can testify to what you started with. Won't always be what you, come here, Derby. Some of y'all over there, amen, your skin is not as firm as it used to be. Amen, your bones can tell you when rain is coming. You can testify this morning that what you started with. You ain't even got to be a senior citizen. Some of y'all done been through enough hell, enough high water, enough disappointment, enough pain. But you can look the devil in the eye and say, devil, what I started with. What was a single seed, now doing it God's way bears much fruit because God never intended for the seed to be by itself. It was always purposed to be in community. Can I tell somebody, your last official shout of the morning is to give God a praise. Why? Because what God has done in your dirt, in your dirty situation, in your painful situation, in your broken situation, in your disappointment situation, in your oppression, in your depression, in your sickness, in your burdens, it all was for the making and the purpose of growing you up and growing you out. And God said that everything that's connected to your seed, I'm going to bless it with much. This is why I want to high five some Somebody in here and tell them much, 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 much. Wait, wait, wait. This must be 
that he said that my cup will run it over. Y'all missed it, Derby. This must be what he meant when he said my cup runneth over. And if I'm running over, I've got enough. You've got enough. We've got enough that we can share with somebody. That's why I like connecting with people who got overflow. I ain't jealous of you. I'm not envious of you. But if your overflow connect with my overflow and our overflow connect with the body overflow, nothing will be impossible. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered the heart of man that your overflow, my overflow, our overflow will be able, 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 much, 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 much. Not only will I bear, but I'm going to bear much. Not only am I coming out, but when I come out, I'm going to come out better than when I went in. High five your neighbor again and say, neighbor, oh neighbor, I'm coming out, I'm coming out, I'm coming out. If I'm a seed, not only am I coming out, but I'm coming up, coming up, coming up. Push my way, press my way, push my way, press my way. Devil, get out of my way. I gotta push my way. If I gotta cry, I'm gonna push my way. If I gotta do it by myself, I'm going to push my way. If you won't go, I'm going to push my way. What does it mean to push your way? You can praise your push. You can shout your push. You can thank you, Jesus, into a push. You can God your worthy into a push. You can worship into a push. Can I get at least 19 of y'all? who don't care what your neighbor think about you, to mess around and think about your situation. Think about when you're wanted to give up. Think about when you're wanted to commit suicide. You better give God a praise and say when I wanted to throw in the towel, when the devil wanted to take me out. God, I thank you that you saw something inside of me. You planted me for a purpose. You watered me for a purpose. My pain for a purpose. Now it's my season. Harvest season. Harvest season. Harvest season. 
Harvest season. Harvest season. Everything I've sown in tears, I'm about to reap. I'm about to reap. Enjoy everything that I've sown. I feel good right now. I'm about to reap. 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 Reap, reap. Reap, reap. Reap. Really to two groups of people today. There are those of you that you've allowed your lives to become confined, restricted, and in prison. And you've been unable to come forth. To you, God says, your word for the day is release. I don't know who you are, but you better. I believe that you ought to speak release over your life. Hang on, because to some of you, that word doesn't mean a whole lot. But when you think about release, it's connected to everything that's connected to you. God said release finances. Not happiness, but God is about to release joy. I don't know who you are, but you've been dealing with a sickness and God says, I'm about to release healing. I don't know who you are on this side, but I sense that there's someone you've been struggling and God says, I'm about to release breakthrough. I don't know who you are at Derby. God says, release. There's a second group. This is the group that those who the Lord has forged away out of your inner man. In other words, he went inside and said that even if I have to crack the shell, If I have to take you through a period of brokenness. God said, I want to remind you that I am the potter. I can take the fragments of your life and I can put them back together again. Can I give you the next shout? When God puts it back together, somehow or another, it looks a little bit better. It feels a little bit better. When God puts you back together, you can stand with your head held high. 
You can stand and say like Job, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. There is something happening in your ground. But my brother, my sister, don't you give up until what's inside of your seed is released out of your seed. We hope you enjoyed this message from Pastor Van Moody. For more information about Van Moody Ministries, please visit vanmoody.org. Thank you for joining us and have a blessed week.